Welcome back to another episode of Tortured Souls. Today I thought it would be kind of fun to do it on the little photo booth. I think it's cute. It's vintage, kind of. And I got a mic, finally. And I'm extremely, extremely high. I don't even think that's the right word. I think it's I'm really, really high. Anyway, so this is going to be interesting. <laughs> um, a little more on my subconscious. When I was flying home from my trip, I was really bored and I didn't have anything to do and I couldn't sleep. And so I was like, let me write a poem. So then I like pulled up my like notes app. I was reading through my notes app and some of my like diary entries and like poems that I wrote mostly when I was in like my really toxic relationship. And I was just like wanting to cry for her because she was so sad, but she was so in love that like, and like, didn't realize that it was like such a trauma bond and I was just like being used anyway I thought I would like read some parts of some of them because it just like shows a lot of like my growth and I'm just really glad that I have grown a lot since then there's just like so many, but I think I'll write this one, which was in July, end of July of last year, and it's titled A Fantasy World. I should have never expected honesty when this relationship wasn't honest from the beginning, and I guess I'm at fault for choosing to live in this fantasy when time and time again I am shown dishonesty. I am a fool. This was probably like two days before I was able to like fully cut off contact. It's their initials as the title, so I'm not gonna say that. And then, I used to be confident, I used to feel it in my bones until I met you. You sucked me of my confidence. I have never second guessed my thoughts so much in my life. My emotions, mental illnesses, career goals, fashion and hobbies all became dismantled when I met you. My mind is going crazy. I don't know what is real and what isn't anymore because you've twisted my reality and sense of being an identity. You take and take and take and take until there's nothing left. You are manipulative and you gaslight the fuck out of me. I know you are doing it in those moments too. I saw the red flags. Everyone told me. I didn't listen and now I've got to build myself up again. Take no shit from people and speak my truth. You are unbelievably sensitive and I stopped being honest. I hesitated and then felt like I needed to over explain. And I still do because your emotions swing so quickly and you could be in love one minute and then being so manipulative and mean the next. It's unreal. I'm so tired of your shit. Like, I just want peace. You suck everything out of me, so take the fucking pictures and leave my life too because you are so fucking draining to be around and interact with. An energy sucker. Mm. This part has something like with their mental health, so I'm just going to say it. And I'd love to say that after your recovery, this would all go away and you wouldn't be so, so self-centered and mean and a bitch and a needy and emotional, sensitive and God, it's tiring. I love you a lot and I feel like I have nothing to give. My love bucket isn't being filled and I'm putting my energy into yours and I'm over it. I just want people in my life who bring me peace. I'm tired of the fucking drama. Grow up. So that was like three days, I think, before I cut off contact. But... It's just so sad and like the photos thing is because like we got into this fight and I like 
I was being very toxic. This was on the day we actually broke up, but I was like, take all my fucking pictures down. I own them. You have to take them down. So that was a whole drama. I was being toxic. I had just been concussed and they didn't give two shits that I had a concussion. So anyway, that was still a toxic one of me from me. But it was just really weird to like read back on those, but it was also really cool to just see the growth because like I really do not take shit from people anymore. Like people do me wrong and you're out. Like I don't really like there's no third chances. You get one other chance and that's it. So I just think that like, yeah, that relationship was really hard and I was in a lot of pain and like I'm sad for her. But I also like realize that there's a lot of growth to come and like I really needed that to grow and you know it could have been nice to not have it in such a brutal way but that's always been my life any lesson is comes and hits me hard then after that relationship it took me some time to like really heal because like the harassment didn't stop till like the end of February so it's been probably only about three months I did see them once at a photo shoot and it was just very empowering to be able to not look at them, not even really in a way acknowledge them because I took my power back and they could no longer control me or like get me upset or anything like that. Like I was still confident, I was still me and I still had a great time. And so that felt really good. And then I was in that relationship with someone else and now we are not because I have some habits that are not so great to be in a relationship with and we had talked about it prior as a first incident and things didn't end up changing and it happened again and so that was that it two chances that's it I'm riding solo now which has been good to help me get back on track with my career. I just, I feel proud of myself for being able to hold those standards when I, we had the first conversation saying that if this happens again, I'm leaving. And then being very proud of myself for it happened again and I did leave, I walked away. And that was something I had said from a past relationship that I was gonna do from like the first month in and I didn't time and time and time again going through this like little breakup moment I was working on my zodiac project because that was taking like almost all my F like mental energy physical energy everything out of me and it wasn't until two like no four hours before our flight to Mexico left that I had my last shoot for that uh, project and so it was like literally till the last moment um, I was working on that and I remember like leaving that shoot and I was just like crying because it was just a final release of being able to be like I'm finally done like this project sucked everything out of me went through like relationship issues at the time like just a lot all at once during eclipse season so obviously but then you know then Mercury retrograde had to come in and my mom and I missed our flight. We had taken the border crossing, so they wouldn't let us go back through the border crossing. So we had to take a cab 
from the airport to like the border and then like walk across and then get an uber so then we like get back to my house and we end up having to buy another ticket and this time we're like we're leaving out of san diego and it was cheaper anyway so then we go to sleep for three hours and we wake up and we go to the airport and we fly to la and then from la we fly to cancun and we have a show like Cirque du Soleil like in a dinner like planned for that evening at six so we get to the airport and we have to go through customs and it takes forever and then when we go through customs none of our suitcases were out or anything so we were waiting in order like 30 minutes for that and then we needed to take the shuttle but we needed to wait for this other plane to arrive and those people to come before our hotel would take us to the shuttle and then we got there and we we're trying to rush because we we're trying to like run back to the room to change and like hopefully make this dinner and show and then it was just was so a whole mess because like they try and take your bags because it's like a huge resort and we just like were like no like let me take our bags we want to take our bags and they were like really let us take your bags but we're like no we need our stuff so we can freaking go like we don't know when you guys are going to show up with our bags but we should have let them take our bags and we didn't so we just were like walking around with our like heavy bags like it was so hot um and then we missed our show so and that trip was amazing and i finished up the zodiac project that night so then the next few days i could just really enjoy the trip and my mom and cousin had already planned to stay for a week and then halfway through the trip i was like uh, i want to stay so then we bought an, we like switched another ticket and like bought another one so that i could leave on saturday instead so i ended up getting to stay a while and it was just really nice that vacation was really really nice i was like playing like volleyball like there was a beach volleyball and then i was playing volleyball in the water once at the pool and it was just fun to like be able to play like sports again just met some really cool people and just yeah i had a good time on that trip i did a lot of self-reflecting i am trying to have my focus a little less on photography and bring in more of this podcast and bring in a little bit more of like the modeling because I just enjoy all of that but I think with my zodiac project I just sucked like all my energy into that and like didn't put enough effort into like my podcast or doing some fun modeling things and so now that I'm back and like rejuvenated and like single I am going to like be able to focus more on this kind of stuff and that's why I bought a mic I also booked a couple photo shoots so I could buy this mic because before I was not doing well I was off and on with my finances because that's how it be being an entrepreneur I do want to start focusing more on this I also tried to reach out to someone to see if I could go back to the kids psych ward that I was at and talk to the kids about my story and they said that that would be a HIPAA violation and so I'm going to see if I can like find a volunteer position or maybe look for some other kind of like outpatient program that's not specifically that psych ward. I just thought it would be really like a full circle moment to go back and be able to like talk to them and be like hey I made it like I was once you and now I'm here so I just thought that would be cool so I still want to try and find something like that because one day I do want to have my own like adolescent treatment center since I have been 
to 10 treatment centers. I have a good idea of what is good and what is bad and like obviously like Utah was like really bad. So we just like cut everything out from that. But then like there were some good places in Idaho. There was like a couple of places, like some good things that happened in like Arizona and LA and just like other things. So I think it would be really cool to just bring all of that together into one place that people actually feel safe and like the kids don't come out of there with more trauma than they went into. Cause I think that would be therapy. Like, Utah just wasn't even therapy. Like, it's just baffling to me. You have, like, less than 10 hours of therapy a week. And you call that, like, a therapeutic boarding center or boarding school. Less than 10 hours in a week did we have therapy. I don't get it. I want to help the teenage version of me through other kids, if that makes sense, by trying to tell them what I went through so that they don't have to go through the same shit that I went through after, like being in the same kind of position that they're in and hoping to cut it off early. Because if I had cut it off like the first time, obviously that wasn't meant to be, but if I could go in and talk to someone and it was their first time being at the psych ward and something I said resonated with them enough to be like, I don't want to come back here. Like, just cut that off right there. And I, I think, like, that's what I want to do. Because I don't want people to have to go through the next, like, nine years of their life in pain because this behavior continued and continued. So, yeah. Because I missed out on a lot. I missed out on all my teenage years. And I'm just barely starting to live my life. 2021 was like the first year that I had like the mental freedom to live my life and it was controlled to mold into like someone else's reality and not my true authentic self and I think as this year has come in and I've been able to heal step away and cut out people that are not aligned with who I am and where I want to be I'm finally living my life for the first time since like I don't really know because like I think I started getting depressed at like around 11 but like a 10 year old can't really do some of the stuff that a 22 year old but it it just feels like this year is like my year and it's like the start of my actual life so I'm just proud of myself and really happy that I overcame and didn't die like all the million times I tried to kill myself. I just think that like after the amount of times that I've tried to kill myself in like the very intense and destructive ways I've tried to do it, if I haven't died yet, like I'm here for a reason. And I think personally, I think that reason is to help other people not go through what I went through. So that's why I want to start putting more focus on this podcast and talking about mental health and trying to like just help others heal and like grow through each of those like major like suicided attempts I went through like a different stage of my spiritual awakening and I think with my jump like that was the 
the like start and all I guess kind of like end of that era and on to a new one because medically and like with science like I should be dead but I'm not and so that to me just means that there's a higher purpose because I've always believed that when people have completed their purpose on this earth they die that's what I believe and I didn't die when I very much should have that just means that I haven't finished my purpose on this earth but I'm just really happy I am not anywhere near that person anymore like me and that old version of myself and that I've grown but I think that a lot of work to shift the narratives in my head and take everything as like a lesson rather than like why is this happening to me and like what is this teaching me like I still have my moments of being emotional and being dramatic and like ranting about it but like that's just how I am and sometimes I release my emotions like that like the difference is I don't rant or go off on the person who did the negative thing towards me I will go to like confide in a friend or something else get that off my chest and then come back to that conversation and talk in a more like calm and like assertive way like that's what growth is it's not about being perfect it's not about never crying or like never having an issue or bad thing happen in your life ever again you know like without good you can't really have evil and so you don't appreciate the good without the evil so everything is always going to be bad and good but if you react differently to the bad, the good will be better. On that note, I kind of wanted to like go on this little sound bowl moment. I got this for my birthday and it's fun. So let's see. We'll see you in the next podcast and in the meantime stay cool be you peace